Hey everybody, welcome to Props and Hops, a betting and beer podcast powered by Dimers.com and part of Blue Wire Hustle. I'm Matt Landis and the NFL's back, baby. Thanks to those of you who stayed tuned in, as well as those of you who joined us here during the offseason. It was such a blast bringing on a cavalcade of dream guests for some great interviews. And right about now, it's time to shift gears and put all that insight we got this offseason right into practice betting the NFL. So in terms of what to expect from this show moving forward, you can look out for occasional guests during the season, but the primary focus will go to breaking down the best bets on each week's NFL slate, and the structure of the show is going to be pretty similar to the NFL show's last season for those of you who were with us then. I do have a few updates to share, and I'll address those right off the top. So for context, the goal when I started this show last year was to isolate the signal from the noise. I think we all know it can be quite a cluttered sports media landscape out there. And last year, I tried to take an elevated wisdom of the crowds approach, and I'm looking to take that a step farther this year, really honing in on not just the wisdom of the crowds, but the wisdom of the sharps. And of course, I'll add my own perspective when I think it adds some value to what we're breaking down. But overall, look out for a heightened focus on curating the best bets from the best bettors and distilling that down into the most digestible format possible, so you can expect a lot of picks, but really a lot of emphasis on the process behind those picks. And of course, with this being props and hops, we'll weave the beer into each episode, along with the return of the Malinsky Minute. And as far as the timing of the show goes during the NFL season, last year it was primarily Friday mornings and sometimes even Friday afternoons. This season I'm aiming to bump that up a bit, shooting for Thursday evenings. In fact, I'm recording this as the Cowboys and Bucks battle in the season opener. And really looking to get this show out to everybody as soon as possible without compromising the quality of information. So a few more notes on the flow for the show in 2021. In terms of the betters featured, I've fine-tuned the filter down to an Elite Eight, so to speak. So to introduce what we can think of as the Props and Hops Week 1 roster, these are the betters whose names you can expect to hear the most on this podcast over the course of the season. In no particular order, we'll start it off with Steve Fezzik, who's often featured on the Dream Preview as well as the Even Money podcast, and also the Hitman, who's featured on the Dream Preview, plus some work he's doing this season with Bet Prep. Also weaving in insights from the whale capper Drew Dinsick, he's pretty much everywhere these days, notably the Deep Dive podcast and the Matchbook NFL betting show. And of course, we've got Drew's Deep Dive co-host Andy Molitor in the fold as well, as well as Drew's Matchbook colleagues Fabian Summer and Rob Pizzola. We're also going to be featuring Adam Chernoff, the host of The Simple Handicap, as well as Cleve T.A., formerly of Sharp Angles, To be determined if and where we find his insights this season, but they're always valuable, so we'll weave them in whenever possible. And from all eight of these bettors, we were fortunate to get some great interviews on Props and Hops this past offseason, so you can check out the podcast feed if you want to hear more from each of them individually, find out about their background and the way they approach betting the NFL, among other things. Overall, the goal is to feature an expert lineup here, and it is a little bit subject to change. I want to keep a flexible structure that enables us to maximize the value while maintaining a tight filter all along the way. Another update to the show format for 2021, in terms of the games featured, I'm only going to be breaking down games with bets on this podcast, and that ties in with the goal I touched on earlier of keeping things actionable and concise. But if you're looking for breakdowns on every game every week, 
You can find that from a show that I'm hosting with expert handicappers Las Vegas Chris and Scott Kellen, and that would be the BetUS NFL show. We're broadcasting live every Friday on YouTube at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, with a deep dive into the weekend slate. And on Tuesdays, we're going live on YouTube at 5.30 p.m. Eastern, 2.30 Pacific, to review the prior week and preview the coming week. And to check out the BetUS NFL show, feel free to take a look at the YouTube and podcast links in the show notes. And now, let's get to the main course, NFL Week 1 Best Bets from the Best Bettors, plus some original insight. Alright, we've got two sides to get into this week, and the first one, in fact the first props and hops play of the season, takes us to the Cardinals at the Titans, and we're going to look at Arizona plus 3, I make that good, up to minus 120. A couple guys from the Props and Hops Dream Team are on this side as well, Rob Pizzola from the Matchbook NFL Betting Show, as well as Adam Chernoff calling this play out on Twitter, at Adam Chernoff. As far as the handicap goes, Rob said he makes the line Titans minus one, so to get Arizona at the key number of three provides enough value to get in play. And Rob noted the Cardinals' secondary is beleaguered. It could be particularly vulnerable against the likes of Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. But Rob also notes the Titans' offense could be in line for a step back after losing offensive coordinator Arthur Smith. And while the Cardinals' defense is pretty bad, the Titans' defense isn't necessarily any better. Rob said it could possibly be a bottom five unit, and they also have matchup issues of their own when it comes to the Arizona wide receiver core. Adam added that he's heard nothing but positives about A.J. Green leading up to the start of the season, and with Kyler Murray healthy entering week one, we should see him in full force as a dual threat. A little more context I'll add here. One concern with Tennessee would be that they had a pretty lengthy COVID list earlier this offseason. In fact, as of last week, they had nine players and three coaches in COVID protocols. And fortunately, that list has been shrinking recently. But even if all nine players from the COVID protocols last week are good to go on Sunday, I think this could still have an impact on their conditioning. So we might see a Cardinals team, even though it's on the road, looking better prepared than the Titans to play under the September sun in Nashville on Sunday. And also, when it comes to the Cardinals, I have a couple season-long issues with the team when it comes to Cliff Kingsbury's acumen and Kyler Murray's ability to stay healthy. But in this specific matchup, I don't expect Kingsbury to be overmatched by Mike Vrabel. And I also think that even though Kyler Murray could get dinged up over the course of 17 games, it's great to back him at full strength in Week 1. Alright, the second of two sides this week takes us to Washington where the Chargers are visiting the football team. And I'm looking at Washington in the first half at Pickham, good up to minus 115. Steve Fezzik mentioned being on Washington on the Dream Preview. In fact, RJ Bell and AJ Hoffman were also on Washington, so that was a consensus play for those guys. And part of Steve's handicap was that the Chargers upgraded their offensive line this offseason, but it could take the unit some time to gel. And getting Chase Young in that Washington front four marks a big test right out of the gates. And if Washington can get pressure, Justin Herbert is known to be due for some regression when he's under duress. The team at Pro Football Focus has done a lot of good work explaining why that could be the case for Herbert in 2021. A little more context I'll add to this one. Austin Eckler for the Chargers, a surprise DNP on Wednesday and Thursday due to a hamstring injury. So since he wasn't practicing, his status is looking awfully questionable. Justin Herbert could be without a big security blanket. More on that with a prop bet in a bit. 
But if we want to take a look at the other team here on offense, Washington could get below average quarterback play out of Ryan Fitzpatrick, and that could still be a pretty sizable upgrade over what they got last year from Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen, and Alex Smith. So I know Fitzpatrick can be a polarizing player, but he doesn't need to be good to improve this offense. In fact, I think if we're looking at last year's offensive numbers for Washington, we're selling this year's cast pretty short. So in terms of why I'm looking to isolate the first half here, new Chargers head coach Brandon Staley made the decision to sit a lot of his starters in the preseason with the goal to get to week one healthy. And overall, I think there's a lot of merit to that decision, but getting to week one healthy isn't the same thing as getting there in game shape, so I expect to see some rust from the Chargers, especially early on, and that's why I'm isolating the first half, taking Washington at Pickham. We've also got a total to touch on this week, and that takes us to Philadelphia at Atlanta, where we're taking the over 48 and a half. I'd make this just a lean if the line continues to creep up and hits 49, but at 48.5, enough value to get in play, and this one was touched on first by Drew Dinsick on the Matchbook NFL betting show. He mentioned this one, the total was still at 48, but implied that it was good up to 49.5 or better in his eyes, and Drew and Andy Molitor also said they were both on the over on this week's Deep Dive podcast. They mentioned Arthur Smith's loss for the Titans could be the Falcons' gain, and the Falcons' new head coach and Arthur Smith could have a field day against a beatable Philadelphia secondary. On the other side of the ball, the guys admitted Jalen Hurts is limited when it comes to passing, but he's got some good scrambling ability, plus a decent supporting cast, and that could be enough for the Eagles to move the ball efficiently as well. I'll add to something Drew alluded to with those two bad defenses in this game. Pro Football Focus has the Eagles rated as a below-average unit, and the Falcons even worse. In fact, according to PFF, the Falcons' defense is only better than that of the consensus worst team in the league, the Houston Texans. Beyond this, we've got a fast track in Atlanta, and that could be good for scoring, and I think a theme throughout a lot of the early season, unfamiliarity often favors the offense, and when the Falcons have the ball, the Eagles will be unfamiliar with Smith's scheme, and when the Eagles have the ball, Atlanta's only getting its first look at Jalen Hurts. Alright, and beyond sides and totals, also got a teaser to get to this week, looking at the 49ers minus 2.5 at the Lions, paired with the Rams laying one and a half at home to the Bears. And as a quick disclaimer, I already have a full position on the Rams pending the outcome of the Tampa Bay game tonight as I teased the Rams with the Bucks. Again, I'm recording this as the Thursday Night Football season opener is in progress. And I think that opens up just another quick plug for the BetUS NFL show because you can join us on Tuesdays for our first look at Thursday Night Football picks. And that includes not just insights from me, but also Las Vegas Chris and Scott Kellen. So as far as this teaser goes, if Tampa Bay holds up, and I've already got that exposure on the Rams, it'll be pizza money on this Niners-Rams teaser. But if the Bucks falter, I'm looking at about eight-tenths of a unit on the Niners and Rams in a standalone teaser. When it comes to the 49ers side of things, both Adam on the Simple Handicap and Fezzik on the Even Money podcast mentioned liking San Francisco this week. And Adam's handicap was indeed pretty simple, quite on brand for the host of the Simple Handicap podcast. He mentioned the Niners being a clearly better team with a big coaching edge that comes into play, especially with extra time to prepare for this game. And on the other side, for Jared Goff, it's his first game without Sean McVay since his rookie season, and he's looking at a big drop-off from McVay to a combination of Dan Campbell and Anthony Lynn in Detroit, and that could be especially dicey against a healthy 49ers front four that could generate quite a pass rush. 
And speaking of health, similar to my thought on the Cardinals for week one, Fezzik mentioned being high on the Niners in week one relative to the full season since the team has been plagued by injuries in recent years, but it's looking pretty healthy for now. On the Rams side of things, Fezzik also paired them with the Bucks in a teaser on the Even Money podcast, but whoever we pair the Rams with, they still have the makings of a strong teaser like this week, and similar to Fezzik's concerns with the Niners over the course of the season, but why he feels comfortable taking them in week one, Fezzik noted that the Rams lack depth, so with Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Matthew Stafford all healthy for now, he feels good getting down on the Rams in week one. Something I'll add here is a quick reminder that when teasing, we're looking primarily to cross through the key numbers of 7-3, and three, laying minus 120 or less, and this one fits the model. One thing I want to call back from my interview with Fezzik on props and hops earlier this offseason is that we do see more variance when teasing road favorites down through 7-3, and three. and of course we want less variance in a teaser, hence that reduced amount making it about 8 tenths of a unit on the Niners and Rams if there's no exposure on the Rams after the Thursday night game wraps up. Bottom line when we're looking at the Niners and Rams in this teaser, we're working with two clearly superior teams needing to do little more than win outright, and this is also a clearly superior price point relative to a money line parlay, so I want to take a quick detour to look at the math and explain why that's the case. Basically, when we're teasing teams at minus 120, the break-even probability with those odds is 54.5%, and on a money line parlay with these two teams at their current prices, you're looking at about minus 150, maybe even a little bit more after some recent steam on the Niners, and that break-even probability comes out to 60%, if not a little bit higher. So... There is the consideration that San Francisco or the Rams could win by exactly one, or maybe the Niners win by two, in which case the Moneyline Parlay could win and the teaser could lose, but that's a really unlikely outcome, and that makes the teaser well worth the extra 5.5 percentage points when we're looking at that break-even probability. Of course, it's even better if you have access to NFL two-team six-point teasers for less than minus 120, precious few books, still offering minus 110 on that type of wager, so when possible, quick PSA to always shop for the best line you can find. Alright, time to put the props and props and hops, got a couple of them to get to, and first off, let's head to Cleveland at Kansas City, and you can't say you didn't see this one coming if you listened to the show last year, shortest touchdown, under 1.5 yards, I make it good up to minus 150. And as a quick refresher, I know one-yard touchdowns can seem like they're threading the needle. It can seem like a really specific distance for a touchdown if you don't follow this very closely. But it happens more often than most people would probably guess. And this prop was a meal ticket last year when we saw record scoring. The efficient totals market caught up to that scoring pace pretty quickly. But at a lot of books, this prop stayed underpriced and some very early indications are showing promising signs for more good pricing on this prop in 2021, so I'll keep a close eye on that early in the season, and I'll also be keeping a close eye on league-wide scoring trends. Of course, we could see some regression due to the impact of crowd noise. It'll also be interesting to see how tightly games are officiated after offensive holding was all but neglected early on last season. We could also see some progress with scoring in 2021 if coaches continue to get more analytically sound. We could see more pre-snap motion, play action, passing on early downs, and going for it on fourth down. 
and more optimal decision making is generally good for more scoring, we should see less situations like Mike Vrabel deciding to punt on 4th and 2 from the opponent's 40-yard line as he did in the Titans' playoff loss to the Ravens. As far as this game specifically goes, I like it with the Browns' Chiefs total being the highest one on the board at 54.5, and more points, good for the odds of more touchdowns, and more touchdowns, good for the odds of seeing a 1-yard touchdown. The Chiefs did struggle in short yardage situations last year, but I like that they seem to have improved their offensive line, so we'll see if that unit can gel pretty quickly. And we don't need to wait and see about the Cleveland offensive line. That looks like an elite unit. Plus, the Browns have a two-headed monster in the backfield with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and that could have them well-equipped to punch in a score from the one-yard line on Sunday at Arrowhead Stadium. Alright, for the other prop, let's go back to the Chargers at Washington and take Keenan Allen over 5.5 receptions. I make that good at minus 155 or better. I'm seeing DraftKings early to market with some of these props for Sunday, and I first saw their line for Keenan Allen over 5.5 receptions priced at minus 135. It's up to minus 145, but that still leaves some value to get in play, and the reason why for me that Austin Eckler surprise DNP status on Wednesday and Thursday. Eckler's a valuable security blanket for Justin Herbert, and that could really come into play against a stout Washington pass rush. So next in line as a security blanket would probably be Keenan Allen. And I see the element of a free roll in this bet. It seems like fair value if Eckler can suit up and play at full strength, but we've got a big edge if Eckler's out or limited on Sunday. Alright, so that'll do it for this week's card. Now here's a rundown of the Week 1 portfolio. I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. Two sides in pocket this week, Arizona plus 3 at Tennessee, as well as Washington Pick'em in the first half hosting the Chargers. One total this week, Philadelphia, Atlanta over 48.5. One teaser in pocket, San Francisco minus 2.5 at Detroit paired with the Rams, minus one and a half hosting Chicago, and two props, Cleveland, Kansas City, shortest touchdown under one and a half yards, and looking at that Chargers-Washington game again, Keenan Allen, over five and a half receptions. A quick break to let you know about a fun new update to the show. I'm excited to roll out a free-to-play game where you can win Props and Hops merch, and that would be the Props and Hops NFL Challenge I'm doing with my partners at Dimers.com. As far as the game goes, it's a pretty simple and familiar format. All you've got to do is pick any six games on the weekend board against the spread, and those are lines courtesy of Twins Buyers. Beyond those six games, there's one tiebreaker question, and that tiebreaker question is to make sure that we can declare one winner every week. For example, the week one tiebreaker is an open-ended question on how many passing yards Patrick Mahomes will post this week. So again, every single week, we're going to have a winner with the Props and Hops NFL Challenge, to play along with us, I've placed a link to enter via dimers.com in these show notes, so go ahead and join the fun for a free roll to win merch such as Props and Hops t-shirts you can't get anywhere else. And now, let's pivot from the props to the hops. And this week's show beer is Here We Are, Belgian-style white ale with California oranges and coriander, by Green Cheek Beer Company in Orange, California. Here we are, clocks in at 5% ABV, 
And here we are indeed, back at it with NFL Week 1 underway, and this beer is an easy drinker, not lacking in flavor though, it's got a nice citrusy zest with a little spice to go with a Belgian yeast that adds some floral notes and a touch of sweetness. Overall, it's a crushable beer without compromising on taste, and the late ABV makes it an ideal pairing with your Week 1 betting and football viewing, and that late ABV also aligns nicely with this week's return of the Malinsky Minute. And as a refresher, the Malinsky Minute is a brief quote that's either by or reminiscent of the late, great David Malinsky. For the unfamiliar, Dave was a legendary sports better, and beyond that, simply the best man I've ever known. Dave mastered the art of getting the most out of life, and that applied to betting and well beyond it, and I was honored to know him as a friend and father figure, as well as a partner and a mentor. So this week's quote comes directly from Dave, and it's short and sweet, slow down. I think I used it last year for Week 1's Malinsky Minute as well, but it bears repeating, perhaps as an annual staple for Week 1, because it's an exciting time of year, and I think we should embrace the return of football and have a lot of fun with it, but to be clear, the end of Week 1, or even the end of any given season, isn't some arbitrary finish line. There's no rush to get even or finish in the black. In fact, our biggest edge as betters is our ability to be selective. The books have to post lines for every game, but we get to pick our spots. So I think that ties in with the notion that watching a game without any action shouldn't be boring. In fact, it can be hugely valuable to us as betters because it can leave us in a more objective frame of mind and put us in a better position to find things that we can apply to our bets moving forward. So overall, as week one approaches, let's enjoy it, let's get excited, but let's also remember to slow down and pick our spots and manage our bankroll with caution. I know it's not the most exhilarating take, but it's the optimal path for the most fulfilling journey in the long run. All right, that'll just about do it for this episode of Props and Hops. Thanks for listening. If you found any value in this episode, the number one way you can support the show is to leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. And if you live in an area where wagering is legal and you want to kill two birds with one stone, go ahead and sign up for sportsbooks via any and all of the links at the bottom of the Props and Hops landing page over at dimers.com so you can get down on some good edges and also support this show along the way. I've dropped a link to that landing page in the show notes. And don't forget to enter the Props and Hops NFL Challenge also over at Dimers.com for your chance to win exclusive Props and Hops merch. It just takes a minute to pick any six games on this weekend's board against the spread, answer that tiebreaker question, and you're in the running. You've got nothing to lose, so go ahead and check out the link in the show notes to play along with us. And last but not least, if you're craving more analysis on NFL Week 1, I was able to join my friend and Dimers Podcast Network colleague Mike Roselli on this week's episode of the Doggy Juice Podcast. I've been loving the Doggy Juice Pod's triumphant return, and it was a blast to talk beer, bet bash, NFL betting, and more with Mike in his episode of the Doggy Juice Podcast this week. Alright, once again, thanks for tuning in. I hope you're pumped that football season is here, so let's get out there and enjoy week one. I'll talk to you next week, and until then, let's bet well, let's drink well, and let's be well.
Dimers.com has teamed up with online sportsbook Twinspires as the official season launch content partner to kick off the NFL season. Established in 1996 for horse racing, Twinspires, formerly known as Bet America, is owned by the famous Churchill Downs. Its sportsbook, which launched in 2018, has since been brought under the Twinspires name to provide American bettors with a complete sports betting, horse racing, and casino platform. Currently available in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee, with New Jersey also launching shortly, Twinspires is currently offering Dimers.com readers a $1,000 risk-free bet upon sign-up. To take advantage of the offer and support this podcast in the process, head to the official Props and Hops page over at Dimers.com. You can find that via the link in the show notes, and from there, just click on the Twinspires link and follow the prompts.